Oh my God, testing, testing. Hi everybody, it's Lizzie B back at it again with another podcast episode. Listen y'all, oh my God, I know it's been a wait. I honestly thought this was going to be a weekly thing and then I said it was going to be bi-weekly and it's damn near tri-weekly because I just haven't had a chance. There's been a lot of things going on in life. I can update y'all. On, let me, actually, let me give y'all a quick update because you know what? This podcast, I mean, it has a theme, but like this podcast could be a little, a little bit of everything, which it is because you know, I'm a little bit of everything. Like I'm everywhere. So y'all just going to follow along with my journey. So yeah, y'all. Um... A lot of shit has gone down. Most of the people that's probably listening to this podcast already know because y'all go to school with me and you know the bullshit that's been going down. Like, hello. But yeah, basically, long story short, um, I am a college student. And as most of you know, and I was living in a resident hall where I was a resident assistant, you know, overlooking the little kids, the little oncoming freshmen and shit like that. And then... Over reasons that I will not tell, just know that they're stupid and petty. I was fired. I feel like it was low-key unreasonably, but at the same time, I understand. So, you know, I'm a little bit of, you know, I'm a little (laughs) both sides right now, both sides of the spectrum. But, like, you know. But I was actually really grateful for being fired because it's just, like, I didn't really like it. I didn't like going to the weekly meetings. I didn't like the responsibility. I don't want people knocking on my door at 2 a.m. and shit like that. Fuck it. Like, (laughs) bitch so I was honestly relieved like I just I'm not a girl that likes responsibility like I swear I'm meant to be a sugar baby like but we'll get back to that topic that sugar baby topic actually because that's a whole nother thing but yeah I'm pretty sure I'm meant to be a sugar baby slash business owner because I also do want that so I guess not really a sugar baby like I want to be independent as fuck but I want to you know what anyways anyways besides that what else has happened in my life Oh, yeah, I was also, I also had a little job on campus, which I was, you know, finessing some money from them because, you know, this school has um, some tendencies of bullshittery that they be, like, kind of playing us and scamming us and shit like that. So I was just like, let me just scam the school back real quick. So, yeah, so I was working at a job that I will not specify. And, you know, I was getting a cute little amount of money from them each month. Was I going to all my shifts? Maybe, maybe not. You can't prove anything. So, yeah. But recently, um, I have myself a little feline. And apparently somebody, somebody on my Snapchat, you know, people that I mostly trust, somebody on that shit reported my little feline friends, my little feline fur baby, to the fucking school. And... Since I was kind of exposed because apparently this person on my Snapchat wanted to screen record a video that I posted of my little baby on my Snapchat. They wanted to screen record it and they sent it in anonymously, you little scared ass bitch. So basically I have a fake ass bitch on my Snapchat and I don't know who the hell it is. And yeah, I lost my job because um, I'm supposed to be upholding, upholding the university policy and following all the rules and being a role model for everybody around me. But bitch, I'll be, I'll be breaking all the rules. Like what you mean? But yeah, apparently I'm supposed to uphold this like whole, you know, fucking picture this whole fucking like image that they want me to represent so I got fired from that so now I'm not making any money but you know the school did give me a little refund so (laughs) we out here baby but yeah and then besides that I had to move into a double I didn't even get my own single I moved into a double with this girl 
good thing about the girl, she's cool as fuck. We over here talking, chatting it up, baby. Like, she mad, she mad cool. I'm glad that I don't have a little roommate horror story about, like, roommates leaving their pads on my side, being dirty as fuck, having roaches, fucking they fucking they man in the same room while I'm trying to sleep. Like, bro, the amount of horror stories that I heard, uh-uh. It's not it. So she's mad cool. She's mad quiet. She keeps to herself. She's really like, she's just a very much simple, quiet, conserved person. Like she's not conservative, but like, you know, she, she just be doing her own thing. You know, like we be talking, but then we like, you know, can separate and she does her own thing. I do my own thing. I love it. I love the dynamic. So, you know, honestly, doubles are not as bad as I thought. Because I had a lot of shit to talk because I'm over here just like, oh my god, Arrow roommate, I don't have any privacy. Bitch, I still be naked 90% of the time, but she don't see it though. She don't see it though, it's okay. Because it be, I be under my covers and shit like that. Or I be putting on a little oversized t-shirt, she don't see nothing, but like still. Because I can't change my ways too much now, come on now. But yeah, oh my god. Hi everybody, thank you so much for coming back to my podcast. I got so many good reviews for the last one. Oh my god, I'm like very overwhelmed that's probably why i think that's why it took so long too because i'm like overwhelmed by like the popularity and love that i'm receiving oh my god like i'm over here hearing that people think it's like so good like girl i love it like um i can't wait till the next one comes out girl i can't believe this happened to you etc etc and i'm just like yes bitch like let me tell my story on here i'm glad you guys are enjoying it so yeah so today, as you can see in the title, you can see that it's titled, What Happened Last Summer, What Went Down Last Summer, whatever whatever um, kind of vari- variation I decide to go on, but it's basically some bullshit that went down last summer, and I'm going to tell you guys about it. So let's get started. So boom, last summer was my sophomore year, um, well yeah, last year was my sophomore year, so basically this was the... No, 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 wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me do the math real quick. So basically, the year that I'm talking about was, yeah, the so- the summer before my sophomore year. And now I'm in my junior year. So this was like a year, yeah, this was a year ago. So yes, guys, um, some buffoonery, some bullshit, some crazy-ass, pity-ass, explosive-ass shit went down. And I'm about to tell you all about that right now. So boom, what happened was, you know... I come to college and everything because, you know, me and my mom are having a very much rocky relationship. And I also have two little brothers in the home, as I mentioned before, and they witness a lot of that toxicity. And, you know, like, the dynamic just is not it. Like, you know, what's going on in the house, like, what's going down, like, you know... There's just so much tension that, you know, as soon as those fucking college moving emails started coming in, I was just like, fuck yes. Yo, I packed all my shit so quick. I threw my shit in the car. I had no ounce of homesickness, so no fucking sadness. Bitch, I was gone. I'm over here like, it's time to fucking go. It's time for me to go, finally. I threw all my shit in that car, honey. I sped to college. We threw all my shit up in here, bro. And when I tell you that my first year of college, I did not feel an ounce of homesickness. Literally, my first year of college, I never visited home. Never visited home. I think I only visited a few times just to pick up some food. Because my mom has food stamps and she would, like, give me some food. And I was just like, period. But besides that, honey, I never, ever, ever went home because I didn't feel the need to. The fuck? I I spent my entire life in that home with that woman. Most of my life was, like, some toxic-ass shit. Why am I going to go back there voluntarily? Yeah, so, anyways. So, my entire freshman year, you know, 
we were at a distance and everything. And honestly, during that moment of distance, me and my mom became amazing friends because the thing is when we, when we come into the same household, when we like are under the same roof, we butt heads because we're both so strong-minded or she's kind of just like, actually she's like, I'm very strong-minded. She's more strong-minded in an ignorant way that she doesn't like her authority being questioned. It's her house, it's her rules. If you don't like it, you can leave. Like, I don't care if what I'm doing is unfair and controlling and abusive. It's my house, so I can do what I want. That was the type of shit she was on. And, you know, I would always, you know, refute this shit because I'm over here just like, no, that's not how it is. That's not how you fucking treat people. Like, you birthed me into this world, what, to treat me like this? To treat me like I'm fucking property? No. So, yeah. So, this was my first time actually being out of that house for a long, for a long period of time. Like, basically forever because I'm out the house, bitch. I'm 18. Like, the fuck am I going back there for? So, honestly, y'all... During these t- during this year that my entire freshman year where like I wasn't home and everything, our relationship got better than ever. When I was gone from the house was when we actually started like talking, bro. Like my mother became my best friend. That distance really did us so good. <laughs> I'm sorry, my cat was looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> but y'all, when I tell y'all our relationship blossomed. It blossoms while I was during my first year of college. Like, you know, we would talk on the phone all the time. I would talk to her like she was my best friend, always calling her, telling her updates about my life. Like, bro, when we weren't in the same high school, we thrived. In the same high school, under the same household, we thrived, bro. Like, it really goes to show that, you know, when you get that space, when you get that finally, like, kind of that detachment from, like, a, from a situation you was in and everything and really are able to sit back and look at the entire picture, you really realize, like, what you prioritize, what you don't, the reasonings for certain things, the reasonings for certain fights and everything. And then you're able to back up and actually genuinely appreciate your relationship with that person because you don't have all these other, like, kind of components kind of, like, fucking it up. I, don't, I hope that made sense. That made sense to me. But yeah, you know, like, you really sometimes just need that space. And honey, I mean, a lot of a lot of households don't, don't really understand that, especially a lot of, like, black households, Caribbean households. Like, come on now. They don't really understand that need for independence. But, like, honey, once we get that, like, we out. We out here. So, yeah, y'all. So, long story short with that, like, freshman year, barely visited. But, you know, me and my mom was good and everything. But yeah, even though we were good from like afar and everything, like we knew better than to like actually be under the same household because, you know, we've lived under the same household for years and we know how we are with each other. And we know that even as much as we try, there's always going to be a blow up. Not me foreshadowing. So yeah. So what happens was, you know, I did my little first year of college thing. You know, I was thriving. I was independent out here, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so what even happened after that? Yeah, so I was over here thriving and shit like that. And you know, eventually summer comes, freshman year is over and summer comes. And um, I'm not going to say a bitch is broke, broke, because I wasn't that broke. But at the same time, I don't think I had, no, I didn't have the money to be renting out a fucking apartment or a room for three months because that shit would have been like... This shit would have been a lot of money, but I planned to get a job. But at the same time, I didn't like, I didn't have the down. It it just wasn't working out. So basically what I decided to do was make the consecutive decision to see if my mom would let me stay back at home because I felt like since our relationship had like taken leaps and bounds over the summer, I'm over here just like 
oh wait no not over the summer over the school year since we've like progressed so much over the school year with our relationship i'm over here like oh my god okay what's gonna what's one summer like let's see like since we've like progressed so much like we could be together one summer you know i can go back to the house and everything and hopefully our relationship is able to maintain the strength that we've had during the school year oh boy was i wrong but we'll get to that so y'all the first red flag came when um you know First of all, let me just tell you how it went. So basically I called her and literally I had to beg her to stay with her because even though like, you know, we've progressed our relationship, like I keep saying, it was still a little bit questionable whether we would survive, whether our relationship would survive, you know, when we're under the same household because that's when shit goes down. So she was a little hesitant as you know, as I kind of understand because like, you know, we don't want to go back to how we was before. But at the same time, first of all, I was kind of broke. I didn't have no money for an apartment. So I'm just like, you know, what you want me to do? Like, can I please stay for a summer? I was over here telling her, baby, like, don't even worry about like us probably fighting. I'm going to get a job. I'm not even going to be there like 90% of the time. Like, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, for example, if she gives me like, tells me to do the dishes and everything, I'm not even going to like debate the subject because I don't want to fall back into that period of like fighting and toxicity especially in front of my little brothers so I was over here like "Mm, okay you know I'll follow your rules and everything as long as you know they don't involve me being a fucking slave because that's how she had me last time but you know what we're not gonna talk about that right now maybe later but yeah so I was over here like you know I'm not gonna argue with you I'm gonna like you know help out around the house and shit like that I'm gonna be at work 90% of the time like we won't even have to worry about shit right it didn't exactly go like that so what had happened was I um I got there so no basically what happened was eventually she was able to you know accept it you know I was convincing her and shit like that I'm just like I'm like I'm never gonna be there etc etc you know it's gonna be fine so she was just like okay eventually she said okay but the first red flag y'all the first red flag is when she was over here like, so you gonna pay me rent? And I was like, wait, what? Rent? To live in my own house? To live back where I used to live? To stay in my own room? She was just like, yeah, you gotta pay me rent. Like, uh, to like, you know, to live anywhere you have to pay rent. You have to learn about responsibility. Bitch just wanted money from me. She didn't even care about teaching me no lesson shit like that. She just wanted some money from me. She wanted to exploit money from my ass. And she was just like, okay, like, let me see how much I'm gonna charge you. I'm gonna charge you like maybe 300 a month. And I'm just like, 300 a fucking month? First of all, not only to stay in my own fucking room, but bitch, do you not want me to save some fucking money? And you want me to give you $900 over the course of the three months I'm staying here instead of me saving that up and being independent within myself? Isn't that what you're trying to teach me? Like, what do you mean $300 a month? And she tried to be, she tried to excuse it by saying, oh, well, that's cheaper than you would get anywhere else. Like, you know, like nowhere, like everybody, everyone else would probably charge you like a thousand dollars. I'm only charging you 3000, but I'm, I'm over here just like, bro, you are my mother. You gave birth to me, bro. You are the one that, excuse me, not me choking. You are the one that is response. No, you are the one that is like my the person that I look for in times of need right you are my mother and I'm just like as my mother why don't you prioritize looking after me and helping me out instead of being like oh well just pay me some money and I'll think about it blah 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 like 
just what the fuck? I'm over here just like my own mother is charging me, charging her own daughter that's coming back home to pay rent just to live back in her own room that is unoccupied. I don't understand. Do do y'all understand what I'm saying? Like, shit don't make sense. Like, how you gonna charge your own daughter rent money? She says, yeah, I need money for, like, the gas bill and shit like that. Mind you, not only does she have a little baby daddy and shit like that that be helping her pay rent, but she has fucking government assistance that pays, like, 50% of her rent for her. So she don't really need shit for... Plus, she has a full-time job. She does not need shit from me. She just wants to do this shit to be spiteful, bro. She just does this shit to be petty just to get something out of me, bro. So eventually, because, you know, I had nowhere else to go, I eventually agree. And I was like, okay, fine, like, you know, because, you know, I, got, I, I need somewhere to stay. So, yeah, so we came to a consensus, and I was going to stay there over the summer. Woohoo, right? <laughs> no. So the day comes where I move out, you know, I'm packing everything. She comes, throw everything in her car, like, everything is Gucci. And, you know, I move in with her, you know, I put my stuff away. And listen, y'all. Everything was really cute for like the first few weeks, maybe the first two, three weeks. Um, mm, I'm trying to figure out when it started going downhill because like we had like, even though it was like going relatively good for like, you know, the first half of the summer, there were still, you know, some instances where there would be a little bit of tension, a little bit of trauma, a little bit of um, kind of just like the old dynamics would kick in and like you know kind of the old trauma the old trauma that she gave me would kind of like kick in and you know there would be like defensiveness um she has issues to that you know most black slash caribbean parents do not like to address within themselves so they always like to project it on their child like i was mentioning in my last episode she has a lot of that so she will project that shit onto me and oh my god when people project shit like i said literally i have this like sixth sense where I like just sense like projection and like negative energy because it's like it's so instilled in me to be projected on bro like people do that shit to me all the time like when I was bullied and shit like that you know how bullying is literally just projection of insecurity so literally bro like mm-mm. and I still have healing to do from that like to this day because bro like my own mother, the person that, like, put me into this world and the one that I raised with and the one that's supposed to protect me and, you know, love me and, you know, teach me all about about the good beauties of the world was the one that introduced me to, like, the worst parts of it, you know? So that part really sucks, but, you know, we're not getting to that part yet. At first, it was really lighthearted. You know, we was over here, like, chilling and everything, having fun. We would go out, you know, it was summertime, so we would go out to the beach, have fun, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, yeah... But, um, yeah, so remember when I said that one of the conditions for me, like, living there, she said, was for me to, like, have a job, so there wouldn't be, like, we wouldn't be, like, in the house too much together, so then, you know, problems wouldn't arise, because, you know, that's what always happened, we would just be in the same space, and then all of a sudden, some shit would break loose, so I was trying to limit the amount of time that I was there as much as possible, but, honey, let me just tell y'all, that was a very much lazy girl summer, um, I slept all day, every day in my room all day, every day, bitch. I did not get a job until like the middle of summer. And then I got fired literally like two weeks later because I didn't give a fuck about that job. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, 
my god i get it i didn't give a fuck about that job because bro the thing with me and jobs is that i be going for the first day i'm just like oh this is cute you know oh my god i'm a working girl out here i'm over here posting on my instagram my snapchat i'm just like a bitch finally got a job a bitch about to get money blah, blah 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 and then bitch when it comes to the second day that second day be hitting different that second day be having me feel like i've been working for years and i'm tired and i want to quit when it comes to that second day, I'm over here just like, bitch, I don't care about this job no more. I lose all motivation. I lose all liking for the job. I don't want to be there ever. So when it came to like, you know, me and that job, I would, you know, be a little bit late. And by a little bit, I meant like half an hour to an hour type shit. <laughs> and then, yeah, one day he just kind of pulled me aside and he was over here just like, Elizabeth, you're always late, and you know, I've warned you about this before, you know, we can't happen, mind you, this day that he gave me this, like, lecture and everything, I was 40 minutes late, so I don't even blame the dude, <laughs> like, I would've fired me too, because I just didn't care, and they knew that I didn't care, so fuck it, but yeah, he was just like, hey, Elizabeth, you've been late all the time and shit like that, mind you, I was so punctual for, like, maybe the first, um, like, week, because remember, I had this job for, like, two weeks, I was punctual for maybe, like, not even the first week, maybe, like, the first three days, and then after that, I was just, like, fuck this shit, but, yeah, I tried, I did try, bro, it's just, like, jobs aren't my thing, nine to fives aren't my thing, well, in this case, it was, like, uh, either seven to three, depending on the day, or four to eleven, who the fuck knows, but, yeah, so, that was my life, <clears throat> and, yeah, what was I talking about? Hold on. Literally lost all train of thought, but basically the entire point of that story was just to tell you how um, how late in the game I was able to get a job and then how quickly I lost it. So that entire thing about me saying, oh my God, I'm going to have a job. I'm never going to be home and everything. Complete bullshit because I literally only had a job for two weeks. I was always home. And yeah. So, you know, I did not h- hold up that into the deal because literally that summer, uh, it was, it was not the best summer at all, like, mm-mm. like, didn't really hang out with friends, like, I did, I did a few times, but, like, not really, and, yeah, you know, and it was also, I, uh, I voluntarily put myself in an environment where I had suffered so much trauma and so much pain and so much hurt, and, you know, even though I had escaped that for the school year that I was gone for college, I went back to that, and, like, the energy was still, like, lingering there, you know, so, like, being back in there, it kind of, like, kind of like made me depressed you know I just always sleep I always watch tv unmotivated to do anything like you know you know etc etc and you guys remember how I told you about you know the stolen tax refunds from the last episode listen to this bro because the reason I had that entire refund let me tell the, yeah let me tell the little story about the refunds so first of all I had gotten that refund from busting my ass let me tell y'all I busted my ass the summer before I came to college and literally throughout the entirety of 2020 quarantine I busted my ass from I think February before quarantine even happened till August 2020 February to August 2020 I worked in that shit for months, and I was accumulating my money. I was getting my money and shit like that. I I was doing overnight shifts and shit like that. Like, bro, I was really grinding out here. Like, I was working literally all quarantine, like, during the worst of, like, the coronavirus, bro. I was working at 7-Eleven because it was a convenience store, so they didn't shut down. So, bro, I was busting my ass in that job. And, you know, you get the tax return a year later, obviously. So, um... 
yeah so basically like i had already told y'all i counted on her to like you know do like get my tax refund and give it to me because i didn't really know how the entire process works so i'm just like you know my mom is gonna help me out with this because that's what moms do that's what parents do they guide you through this life and they help you out when you're confused with things and they assist you when you need help you would think but you know not all parents are like that cry cry sob sob yeah because definitely not mine so yeah baby um i don't know if i told you the specifics about that tax return but basically i think i got like six hundred dollars in tax return money and i was really excited because i was just like bitch six hundred dollars you know what i could do with six hundred dollars so i was waiting and i was waiting and i was waiting and every time she looked me in the eye and she would tell me no 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 i don't have your money no 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 and then all of a sudden she was just like i spent it you y'all can understand bro this is when shit started going downhill bro she would deceive me she would misguide me luckily i have a very 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 power you know what i have the mind of a mega mastermind type shit like you know cute face pretty body of fucking samurai minds bitch Nah, because for real, because the way that I'm able to, like, you know, encounter these, like, traumas, these projections, these manipulations, and not let it, like, ruin my entire mentality or, like, skew the way I look at the world or just, like, fuck, just, like, fuck me up and everything. Mind you, I still got a little bit of trauma from it, but, like, I'm able to, like, be aware of that trauma and, uh, instead of just, like, you know, walking throughout life, having it, and, like, you know, being a fucked up person and not even realizing it. I'm able to, like, you know, find that within myself, which is why I radiate so much fucking light. Because so many people have so much fucking, like, anger and fucking issues and shit like that. And I am not like that, bro. Like, I want to cleanse myself of all that negative energy that I was instilled with, that she tried to instill me. She tried to instill her generational trauma on me. I'm not having it. Period. But, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, she took um, my $600 because... Oh my god, I'm sorry, baby. Oh my god, my cat's starting trying to sleep. I'm so sorry, baby. But yeah, y'all. So basically, she took my $600 because her reasoning was, oh, I owed her $600 for the rent, so she might as well take the $600, right? Right? Bitch, no. I will give you the $600. I will give you the money when I am ready to give you the motherfucking money. You don't just take my money when I'm entrusting you to watch my motherfucking money. Like, no, baby. So that shit was not it. That shit was so immature. It was so childish. It was so deceitful. It was so arrogant. It was so everything. So as you can see, I don't really have a lot of trust for this woman, bro, because she she puts herself in these situations where you look at her and you're just like, how are you supposed to represent a mother figure, but you're acting like that? but yeah anyways so moving on from the tax store y'all know that she gave me a little bit of money back and shit like that but you know it wasn't the same because she so sold for me but anyways mind you this was the exact same summer that i fucking what was it i fucking almost got arrested because we had a blowout and you know all the anger that i had held in from the years literally I don't know if you um, you guys have ever encountered this, but it is a feeling that even though something, first of all, she was a woman, she is a person that makes the biggest deal out of little things. I am more mature than my own mother. I will look at things and not see them as a big deal because they are easy fixes and they are nothing to stress about. This woman will go above and be fucking ons, above and beyond to stress herself out and to like, just 
take something that is so minuscule and blow it up into something that becomes everybody's problems like she gets stressed out herself she stresses herself out so she wants to project that shit onto everybody else so everybody else can be upset and everybody else can be stressed and everybody else can be fucking miserable like uh, and i be telling her i be asking her why is she like this she don't think there's a damn thing wrong with her she don't think there's a damn thing wrong with her but my grandma actually does my grandma actually told me some interesting tea because um my interestingly about my grandma real quick she's on like two opposite spectrums of the scale between my relationship between my mother and me um and me and my grandmother have our own situation too that that might have to be another episode but you know me and my grandmother have a really good relationship I need to call her actually speaking of that because I be neglecting her a little bit sometimes but during this time during you know last summer I was able to you know what am I saying (laughs) what am I saying oh yeah I was able to like talk to my grandmother about you know my mother's neglectful issues my mother's abusive qualities my mother's deceitfulness manipulation her trauma her anger issues etc etc and she was literally just like yeah she's always been like that I always thought she has a problem and she always wants to fight me on it Like, literally, people are aware of this. People are aware of this woman's issues. Like, it's not only me that's seeing it. People around her see it, too. Like, even I've witnessed, like, her not being able to hold on to relationships and hold on to friendships because of the way she acts. Like, the way she acts is fucking ridiculous. And the worst part about it is that, unlike me, she is a very unaware person. So she doesn't see anything wrong with the way she behaves sometimes. And it's a fucking problem. And we need to address it, baby. We gotta get you some therapy, baby. Like, come on now. But yeah. So me and my grandmother would talk about it. And sometimes she would just be like, yeah, your mother has issues. But at the same time, tell me why she would be over here saying, but at the same time, you have to be good with your mother. Like, what did you, like, literally if something happened and everything, like most of the time, like 90% of the time, she would, the first thing she would ask me was, what did you do? What did I do? And this is the problem with these older generations always putting their bullshit on the child, bro. They want to create this whole trauma. They want to pass on this trauma to the child by making them, them feel like they're the fucking villain, by villainizing them, by making them feel like they're the bad guy in the situation, by making them feel like they have all the faults in, you know, whatever happens, by making them feel like anything that happens that's bad and everything, it's on them, it's on nobody else. It's because the way my mother acts, the way my mother blows off of, over the minuscule shit and the way I handle it, bro, it's all my fault, right? It's not her fault for being the entire fucking adult and not being able to handle situations with the fucking maturity, right? It's all my fault. So that's also some shit. And that's also the amazing thing about being aware because I don't internalize any of this shit anymore. I'm actually able to observe how they act. And see, like, points out shit that's wrong with it instead of being, like, instead of just, like, kind of normalizing it, you know? Because that's how internalized, like, generational oppression and generational trauma gets instilled into us. It's because we normalize that shit because everybody else around us normalizes it. So we think it's okay to act like that, feel that way, do this thing, do that thing. Like, no, it's not. We have to be more aware of these things. Because I don't know why inequality and fucking... Just these fucking hierarchy dynamics are so fucking prominent in the household. Like, why do you have to be... Bitch, are we... 
are we playing fucking Masa, Masa and Slave? Bitch, are you my fucking Masa? Like, come on now. You are supposed to be the mother that nurtures me, takes care of me, loves me, takes, like, fucking is there for me, gives me advice and everything. And instead, I'm being more mature than you. Are you fucking kidding? But you know what? This is me ranting right now. So let me go back to the story. Um, yeah, so like I was mentioning before, this was the summer that I almost got arrested because, um, she was arguing with me and she turned some tiny shit into some big ass shit and all the fucking trauma that she had instilled in me over the years, all that anger was boiling back up and shit like that. And I threw a mirror and shit like that. That shit shattered. Like, you know, I was yelling. I was doing this. Like I was exploding too, because that is how, yo, that is how she made me. Like, even though she does not define a thing of my character, what she has done to me in the past still affects me, obviously. And I hate the fact that, you know, I have those periods of, like, extreme anger. But it's only when I'm around her, usually. Like, when I'm around other people, like, I know how to hold my own and shit like that. But when I'm around her, like, literally, I just get so explosive because that's just how I've always reacted with her. Because that's always been our dynamic, an explosive relationship. So, yeah, so that was the summer I almost got arrested, but luckily they only took me to my friend's house, and you know what happened with that. But some advice that I really want to give you guys, never feel like you are the one to blame. Never never let your family blackmail you, bro. Never let your family manipulate you. Never let your family feel like you are what is wrong. They will try to put all their insecurity on you they will try to put all their trauma on you to just make their just make their existence feel a little bit more tolerable bro and to make yours feel a little bit more intolerable i hate the dynamic that it is i hate that family dynamics are like this but unfortunately some dumb motherfuckers back in the day normalized that shit and then that's the way we are now so we really have to break this curse so never ever feel that way because it is never the child's fault the way you are the things that they try to villainize with you are the ways that they made you that's the way they made you that's the that's what they instilled in you which is why you act the way you act and then they try to villainize you for the way you act but where do you think i learned that shit from who did i learn that shit from exactly so now we're gonna get into the meats of the summer which happened damn near like damn near the end of the summer um maybe like one month before my summer ended and i was supposed to go back to my school so, oh my god, so this was the real highlight of the summer because, like I said before, it was one of those little tiny situations that got blown up so out of proportion and so out of, like, out of this world for no reason at all except for the fact that she just wanted to be angry and she wanted to make everybody around her angry. So this is what happened. This is the juicy meat, tea, everything of the story, baby. So strap in. Basically, what had happened was we were supposed to be going to the beach one day or they had planned a trip to go to the beach, like my little brothers and her, right? And um, I wanted to go too, obviously, because I hadn't been out that much that much the entire summer and I wanted to be outside. Like, baby, I wanted to live my hot girl summer. I wanted to go outside with my little bikini, go to the beach, feel the sun, you know? Come on. I wanted to feel like, you know, the sun on my glazed, melanated skin. In. like I just wanted to chill I wanted to vibe I wanted to have a peaceful day unfortunately my day did not start like that and let me tell you what happened so basically as I told you guys they were going to the beach I wanted to go too 
And so I told her they were getting up extremely early to go to the beach because, you know, that's where you find all the parking, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I told her to wake me up. I told her to wake me up because I, you know, I'd be asleep. Like when I be asleep, I'd be sleep, sleep. So I told her to wake me up because I really want to go. And she was just like, okay. So I'm just like, okay, that's the end of that, right? There's nothing really to debate about that, right? Because it was a simple request and she said she would do it, right? Right, okay, you would think. So what had happened was, mm, I ended up staying awake that entire night because I was a fucking crackhead, night owl, fucking I I literally didn't sleep at night literally I would go to sleep when the sun came out it was so bad bro I was backwards all summer type shit bro but yeah so I was awake the entire night right I literally was unable to go to sleep at all so I was just awake and then you know six like around the time that she woke up you know you know to like start getting ready and shit like that to go to the beach it would have been like you know maybe around seven eight right like yeah six seven eight around seven to eight yeah seven eight nine type shit like <laughs> I don't remember but it was relatively early like maybe I'm not gonna guess anymore but it was relatively early and yeah so uh, during the time that she was like supposed to be getting up and everything I hear like I said I was awake and everything so I'm just like okay I guess I'm not gonna sleep like because I'm going I'm definitely going to this beach so I just plan to sleep when I come back so it's fine so she was supposed to wake me up, right? But obviously she didn't know I was still awake because, you know, I wasn't making any noise. So she didn't know I was awake. So I had asked her to wake me up. Tell me why this woman comes through with the most minuscule, quiet, fucking mouse noise, fucking, fucking, ooh, what is the quietest shit in the world? Fucking... I don't even know, bro. She came through with the quietest. No- Baby, hold on. Let me demonstrate. I don't know if y'all could hear that good because I barely could hear that shit either when she actually knocked on my door like that. Bro, when I tell you she came with the quietest knock ever, bro, she knocked so quietly. And then I didn't hear from that. And then after she started knocking and shit like that. Like, a few minutes later, I started hearing a bunch of shuffling. She woke my little brothers up. She started doing a bunch of shit around the house. Like, uh, I could hear her, like, getting ready and shit like that. And I'm just, like, I'm over here, like, getting ready, like, in my room and everything because I heard her knock because I was awake. But imagine I was asleep. I would not have heard that shit at all. But I was awake. So I'm just, like, okay, she's up and everything. So let me start getting ready. Bitch, I'm putting on my bikini. I'm over here looking cute and everything and shit like that. And literally, as soon as they were about to leave, I finally come outside. And she looks at me. uh, Tell me why this bitch is already mad. She looks at me in like a disgust, like slash annoyed sort of way. And she kind of looks me up and down because she was like surprised that I was even ready and shit like that. Because obviously she didn't expect for me to hear that fucking knock. And I was really confused because, you know, I thought the vibe between us was good and shit like that. So the fact that, like, she intentionally, I don't know if y'all already noticed this by now, but, like, she clearly intentionally knocked the softest knock that she possibly could 
to like say oh my god so she was able to say like oh my god i tried to wake you up and you didn't wake up so she could say that she was gonna try to use that excuse but at the same time she didn't knock loud enough or do anything to the point where like if i was actually asleep i would never have heard that shit like the only reason i heard that shit and the only reason i actually woke up is because i was already up so she intentionally made sure that the knock was quiet enough for me not to hear it if i was actually asleep I don't know why, I don't know why my presence, my presence like annoyed her so much, but she literally intentionally did that because she did not want me to come to the beach with them. And I was so confused because my baby, my vibe was good. I was feeling good. I was out here just like, oh my God, like, you know, I was happy and shit like that. I was so excited to go to the beach. And then when I came out and shit like that, and she was like, you know, ready to go and shit like that. And I was ready too. And I was literally like, why did you like you know why didn't you wake me up like you said you were like you know you only knocked quietly yeah i called her out on her bullshit i'm just like i heard you knock like the tiniest tiniest knock but you didn't wake me up like did you really think that was gonna wake me up if i was actually asleep and shit like that and she started going in on me bro when i told y'all she was over here just like oh my god like y'all don't care like just hurry up and pack your shit like we're gonna leave right now like I, please bitch, shut up i don't want to hear it blah 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 like Yo, she started screaming like this, this, this bitch was angry at the fact that I simply asked her a question of why she intentionally did some dumb shit. And she was just like, get your stuff, you know, hurry up. If you want to come, you better hurry up before I leave you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, literally, I'm ready. Like, you're lucky that I actually got ready because I literally, like, if I was asleep, I wouldn't have been able to hear that shit. Like, you're lucky I was already away. And she was just like, I don't care. Hurry up and get your shit or else you're not going. Like, we're leaving right now. We're leaving right now. And I'm just like, okay, like, I'm literally ready. Let me just, like, do my hair and shit like that. And she was just like, no, hurry up. We don't got time for that. We don't got time for that. Blah, blah, blah. And literally, bro. That was already, that was already some bullshit in general. And then I went in to like put on my wig and shit like that. And um, yeah, I was laying my wig in the bathroom and shit like that. Literally like five minutes. I was there for like five minutes. Not even bro, like three minutes. I swear I was there for like three minutes. Long story short, I was there for a very short amount of time. I was there in that bathroom. And when I came out, she was gone. Her, my little brothers, the car, everything was motherfucking gone. And I was so confused because I told her to give me a few minutes so that I can do my hair because she saw, she looked me up and down as soon as I came out of my room. My room. She saw that I was fully ready. I had my towel, I had my everything. All I had to do was do my hair. And she wasn't even able to wait for that. I literally went back out after like two, like two seconds of being in the bathroom. And she was gone. And I was like, there's no fucking way this bitch is really that fucking... Like, how are you just this fucking miserable, bro? Like, what, what inside you is so fucking down bad that you really had the nerve, the audacity, the, the pettiness, the misery just to do that shit? It would, it's like some tiny shit, bro. We were all supposed to enjoy a nice day at the beach and she blows it up and turns it into something so nasty and negative, bro. So, you know, I came out the house, like I said, her car was literally not there and I'm just like, what the fuck? So I call her and she answers and I'm over here like, 
where the fuck did you go? I didn't say where the fuck, but I'm just like, um, where did you go? I'm literally outside and everything. Like, I just told you to wait for me for a few minutes and everything. And she was just like, well, I told you to hurry up. We're already on our way. We're already on our way. I'm not turning back around. I'm not turning back around. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, literally, I was like, oh my God, not me getting, take, getting take, taken back to the fucking argument. And I was literally just like, oh my God this dumb bitch <laughs> that's what I was thinking but I was just like literally you saw me you saw that I was ready you saw that I had everything I needed and everything even though you didn't wake me up because you purposely didn't want me to go I still intentionally got ready and I was ready on time and I literally just had to do something in the bathroom real quick and you're telling me you cannot wait that three minutes that I was in the bathroom to wait for me so that we can all leave together and she was just like oh no well you should have came out when I told you to blah 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 this and that and then eventually you know we was arguing and shit like that and eventually I told her something and then it convinced her to turn back around and she was just like fine you know what I'm about to turn I'm about to show up to the corner and everything and you better be there if you're not there by the time I'm I pull up and everything I'm driving off again and you're not coming like you're not coming like shit like that right and I'm over here just like okay what the fuck like this bitch really does not want me to come like her soul is so agonized by my existence and my want to be going out with my family to have a fun day and shit like that I don't know why she was so bothered her spirit was so fucking deterred by me simply wanting to have a good day with my family like she really started off the day with all that fucking negativity bro I just don't understand to this day I don't understand what the fuck happened to her like I think yeah she was a little mental that day I'm pretty sure but yeah eventually she turns her ass around and she comes back to get me and oh my god literally when she comes back in there when she comes like when she pulls back up and everything I was over here just like why I can't why did you leave like I can't believe you left and everything she was just like I don't want to fucking hear it I don't want to hear it like if you want to come with me you're gonna have to keep your fucking mouth shut this and that like I don't want to hear it don't fucking talk to me like oh my god like this and that like you were taking forever blah 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 literally just like the dumbest bullshit like she just wanted to argue bro she just wanted to project bro she just wanted me to feel her misery bro because by then I still wasn't upset I was very happy I was just confused we started okay after this bro after she started screaming at me in the car bro is when I kind of like switched I kind of like stamped and we both started yelling at each other mind you oh my god and this breaks my heart every time my little brothers were in the backseat this dumb bitch was arguing with her own daughter over some stupid ass reasons and traumatizing my little brothers now my little brothers are gonna have their own sort of trauma from what they witnessed from between us two because their own mother wasn't able to keep she wasn't able to be a fucking mother and keep mature or have any maturity or like fucking just anything like literally they saw the way their mother treated their big sister and they're gonna like you know they're gonna internalize that bro like they're gonna they're traumatized by that shit like obviously that's not a good thing to see for anybody especially children bro like this is when they're developing and this is the shit that they're exposed to are you serious like no bro so yeah we like literally like we're in a screaming match in the car in a screaming match and she kept telling me after the scream match and everything she was just like you need to get out get out of the car i'm not taking you get out of the car blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like no i'm not fucking getting out i'm not getting out i'm not getting out and then literally like I was like in the back with my little brothers and everything and I just started talking to them bro like I didn't even give a fuck about her I wanted my little brothers to be happy and everything and I wanted to retain my happiness because she's not gonna suck up my joy because her ass is fucking miserable as shit like hello where where we doing that at we ain't doing that here so I was talking to my little brothers and everything this and that she kept trying to tell me to get out I'm not I was not getting out of that car 
So eventually, she was over here, like, she started driving, as she fucking should. She started driving and shit like that, and we went to the beach. Literally, me and her did not exchange a word throughout the car ride. We did not exchange a word at the beach. And actually, if you, like, look up my Instagram, H-A-I underscore L-I-Z-Z-Y, and if you scroll down a little bit to a beach picture where I have with a red bikini... That was the day that all that shit happened. And it's so interesting how social media works because with my smile and everything and me posing and, you know, me having the time of my life as I should and everything because, like I said, I'm not going to let her ruin my shine. But you would have never known that that shit happened, bro. Like, come on now. Look at me looking happy and hard as fucking shit like that. You would never know that I just went through some bullshit that morning. But, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, so we had that day and everything. Literally, me and her did not exchange a word. And for the rest of the summer, we didn't exchange words. And the reason we were able to exchange words was because, tell me why, like, maybe a week, a week and a half after we came from that beach trip and everything, that we weren't talking shit like that, she booked a flight to go to fucking the Dominican Republic, which is, you know, our home, our origin country and shit like that. Mind you, I haven't been to the Dominican Republic in, like, since 2017, since the fucking hurricanes. And she booked, um, she booked tickets and she intentionally didn't like, you know, she didn't even ask me if I wanted to go. She didn't book me anything. She, um, booked a plane ticket for her and my little brothers. And I literally didn't even hear from her. I literally heard from my little brothers that they were going to be leaving to the Dominican Republic in a few days. And I'm just like, oh my God, you guys are going to the Dominican Republic? Like, really? And he was just like, yeah, we're going for a whole month. And I'm just like, really? Mind you, there was only a month left in the summer. So I was just like, Really? So, literally, she kind of intentionally planned this entire trip because literally after our fight and shit like that, like, you know, she picked up the kids and everything, completely neglected me, and, you know, a few days later, they were just gone. They went to the Dominican Republic, did not give a rat's ass about me. I stayed in that house for an entire month and shit like that by myself. I mean, I didn't mind being by myself because, hello, I had the whole house to myself, but at the same time, bro, it's the fact that she didn't even take the time to ask me if I wanted to go. She didn't, she didn't care, bro. She didn't want to include me in shit. So, yeah, I basically got abandoned, left at the house while they were living it up in Dominican Republic. And I was just like, okay, that's cute or whatever. So, yeah. So, literally, that entire, the entire rest of the summer, like I said, they left for a month and there was like a month left. I ended up leaving before they came back. So, basically... Yeah, so they left and shit like that. They left for the month and everything. I was in the house for like a month by myself, doing my own thing and shit like that. And then eventually I had to leave. Like I had had to move back and shit like that. But first of all, I, I really had no way of moving back because she was the one that helped me move there and she was gone. And girl, a girl didn't have any money to pay for no Uber to go all the way back. First of all, y'all know I got fired after two weeks and shit like that. Like where's the money at? So, yeah, not only did I have nobody to take me, but also it was kind of like a double-edged sword because I had nobody to take me. Like, I needed somebody to take me, but at the same time, I did not want her to take me. I did not want her to take me. I did not want to be in her presence. I didn't want I, I didn't want it to feel her energy. I did not want anything to do with her. And, yeah. And it was a double-edged sword because, it's like, who's going to take me? But at the same time, I don't want her anywhere near me ever again type shit. Like, that's how I felt at the moment. So eventually I was able to call a family friend and then he was able to help me and he was able to take like maybe half of my stuff and then the other half of my stuff, um, I was able to figure it out and shit like that. But guys, 
literally this shit happened summer 2021 after that summer i did not talk to my mother for six months i did not talk to my mother for almost an entire year i mean almost an entire year no almost half of an entire year Y'all, when I tell you this shit happened in summer, my birthday is January 4th. On my birthday, I did not hear anything from my mother. My little brothers called me and they said happy birthday to me. My mother, not a word, not a peep, not an anything. Baby, I spent my birthday by myself. Mind you, this this was um, winter break. Yeah, the winter break after it happened too. So I was able to afford my own Airbnb and shit like that because... The school was giving some cute little refunds out here. So I was able to like, you know, not so listen, like I said, that summer, all I knew is that after all that entire explosive that shit happened, I was never, ever staying with her again. Never, ever, ever. Like, bro, I will never put myself in that fucking situation again. So yeah, that winter, I was able to get an Airbnb because ain't nobody going home. If I hadn't gotten that Airbnb, I would have figured some other shit out because I'm never staying with this bitch again. Like, I'm never putting myself in that predicament ever again. So yeah, so that winter and shit like that, you know, I spent my birthday by myself and shit. I still had a good old time and shit like that. I got mad birthday wishes. I was chilling. I was vibing and stuff. Yeah, but you know, I didn't hear anything from her. And we literally didn't talk until I think we started talking. I don't even remember when we started talking, bro. Like, maybe er, like later this year, maybe around May, June. Because I barely talked to her this summer either. Like, we recently just started talking back up and shit. So, we just, long story short, we didn't talk for a while. Like, a long while. Like, months, bro. Almost half a year. Or even, even more than half a year, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, that's how our kind of falling down kind of... That's basically how everything crumbled down last summer. That's how everything went down. Everything was a shit show. Literally, we only got along for like maybe a month. And then everything started cracking and crashing and burning for the rest of the time that I was there. And you know what? Honestly, even though that summer was extremely like, oh my God, like... It's like they be trying so hard to, like, dim your shine and ruin your energy, bro. Like, for real. When I tell you this was, like, one of the worst summers of my life. Legit one of the worst summers of my life. But I learned so much from it. I learned, first of all, unfortunately, I learned that, you know, me and my mama's relationship ain't really going to come to a point where we could really stay in the same house, to be honest. Like, unfortunately, it just be like that. Unfortunately, like, two two minds two minds can't just like we we just ain't compatible in the same environment it is what it is sometimes and you know when it comes to family even those people are just like oh my god family's everything baby family ain't everything to everybody blood is not thicker than water i said it i don't care and it just made me more aware of just like you know how I was feeling, how I was being treated, how it was affecting my little brothers, how she has issues she, that she didn't want to address. And it made me realize my worth so much more because I was able to finally, like, you know, kind of conclude in my head, like, this is not a relationship that's not that's going to work under the same roof. So I was able to, like, you know, step up my independence, you know. I was taking care of myself. I was buying all my own shit, you know. Did not ask her for a fucking penny. Independent as fuck. And just out here doing my own thing and living my own life with no help from nobody. 
it gave me a step of my independence to the point where I, I, I never have had to go back there. I've been able to stay here during winter break, during spring break, during this break, during that break, like ever since that, ever since that summer. Oh my God, not the five minutes. Oh my God, I feel like I haven't even been speaking that long. Hold on. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, even though, you know, that summer, last summer was the worst summer of my life and everything, we had that entire period that we literally did not talk. These days, literally in the last, like, maybe month, month and a half is when our relationship actually started, like, rekindling. I am a junior right now, and I'm telling you, this has never happened, literally. I have I have never, in my previous two years, I have never had a reason to go back home. Literally, ever since this year started, I have been home almost every single weekend, and I spend the night for at least, like, a day. The most I spent the night was actually four days. <laughs> Listen, so... so even though all that shit had happened in the past, it shows, like, you know, we're building up to something. I know that I'm never going to stay with her again. First of all, she's already rented out my room. She's renting out my room to one of my childhood friends and shit like that. So it's not even an option to stay there. And even if there was an option, I would never, ever, ever do that to myself again. Like I said, even though we get along in certain settings and in certain, like, you know, time limits and stuff like that. It's all just a matter of time before shit breaks loose. And unfortunately, that, that is the harsh truth. That is a constant pattern that I always see. That even though we could be getting along and everything, even though we're out here just like, you know, being the best of the friends over the phone or, you know, me visiting for like a day and everything and me like us really like connecting and shit like that. It is only a matter of time, unfortunately. And I would say that me and my mom actually have a really good relationship. Except for the fact that not only we do we not speak of the trauma that she has inflicted in me over the past... But, but we only know that it's only a matter of time before shit actually, like, starts breaking loose. Like, our good days, like, our ability to get along has a time limit when we're under the same household. And I think our time limit is maybe, like, three, four days at this point before shit actually starts, like, cracking and shit like that. And we start getting into it like we used to. So, at least we know our limits. Very recently, actually, um, I went home and she did something that really annoyed me. And I kind of pulled her to the side because all those feelings of just, like, the anger that she always, like, made me feel kind of started coming up. And I didn't want to blow up in front of my little brother. So I made sure, instead of, like, starting to scream at her and shit like that, and, you know, instead of some shit breaking loose, instead of some shit starting to tussle, I pulled her over to the next room. And I just kind of started ranting. I started, like, going in on, like, all the trauma that she's inflicted in me. Yo, I told her about all the abuse and everything. I told her about everything that I was feeling. In a short amount of time, too, because she was, like, in the middle of doing some shit, and then she was just, like, literally, yeah. So, I literally only told her in the matter of, like, one minute. I was just, like, all the abuse and everything, all this and that. Like, you know, we definitely have to take a time to, like, actually talk about this shit in depth. But I told her a very rounded-down version, and she looked at me in the face, and she was just, like, give me one instance where I abused you. Give me one instance where I, I neglected you. Give me one instance in which I was toxic towards you. And I looked at her and I was just like, are you fucking serious? My entire childhood, bitch, are you serious? My entire teenage years, the last like four or five years, I was in the fucking foster system. Are you kidding me? When was one time that you didn't abuse me? And she really looked at me with a straight face and said that shit. And it really shows how delusional and unaware this woman really is within herself, bro. And it's so crazy. But we will be talking about that. Trust me, I will not let that shit go. But yeah, besides that shit, 
we have actually been getting on, along so well. Um, I've been staying with her a lot. You know, we've been, you know, talking a little bit, you know, reminiscing. We over here connecting a little bit, you know. And I am able to still talk to her like she's my best friend, which I am so grateful for. I'm able to, like, call her and just, like, kind of update her on my life and everything and, you know, get her little commentary and shit like that. But at the same time, there's still so much healing to do. And I know that and I'm aware of that. But I'm trying to make her aware of that as well. Oh my god, guys, and that brings us to an end of another Lizzie B podcast episode, Toxic Healing Shit. Come on now. Everybody give a round of applause. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Now I'll see you next week because I'm gonna try to make this weekly thing a weekly thing. So I love you guys. See you. Thank you for listening. Bye.